have okay i'm not sure what i'm gonna title this one but a lot of you know um i'm doing a keto type of diet i just finished eating four more slices of cheese yes i did monster cheese um <laughs> listen tomorrow is gonna be day three i think um for those of you who are gonna do it for three days i think three days and and i've done this with the cabbage soup tube like, I can be good day one, day two, but day three, mm, I don't know. So, I don't know. I'll still push through because I have enough eggs for six days, but, mm. and what it is is that I get hungry after, um, like, later, closer to my bedtime. And um, real quick, too, for those of you who um, heard about the sleeping supplement that I, I I ordered and I took I took just one um the recommended doses is two I didn't fall asleep very quickly but when I did I felt rested but um what ended up happening is I woke up kind of like around my normal time but it was just like I was rested but it kind of had me a little bit on the groggy side so the sleepiness kicked in much later and it was kind of like serene, but at the same time, usually by seven o'clock, I'm ready to go. I feel rested, even though sometimes, you know, you guys know that I will record at four and five in the morning and still go and take a two hour nap and seven o'clock, boom, seven, seven. Yeah, seven o'clock. I'm usually seven fifteen ready to go. So that was that. But I wanted to kind of share this with you, too. So. I keep seeing in the algorithm stuff about like hair loss with keto. And I was like, not, not keep. This is the third time I've seen it. So I was like, pump the brakes, sis, because I'm not trying to have any hair loss. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to kind of low key share a hair product that I bought, some oils. And I'm, this is like my first week using it. Um, and so, yeah. So anyways, it says here how to stop hair loss with keto. And so it says to reduce the risk of hair loss, make sure you are consuming foods that provide you with plenty of biotin. So coincidentally, I still take my my supplements um, in the morning. I do take I take ultra biotin by KCAL, I believe it is. Um, I think it's like the 10,000 MCG. So that's another thing I didn't quite mention. I still take HMB. I still take my vitamin um, D, uh, A. I take my iron. And yeah, I think I mentioned HMB, folic acid. And I take my iodine. Yeah. So here's what you want to take. Um, so you want to take your biotin. I love the liquid um, Ultra Biotin by KCAL, I believe it is. It's in a little brown bottle. And then the, the label is white and blue with a little bit of red on there. I think it's 10,000 MCG. And I just take a dropper. And I first started off with two droppers worth because it didn't fill all the way up. But now I've started to reduce it. And now I just go down to like whatever fits in the first, you know, scoop of the dropper. You also want to take your iron. Um, this one, uh, shout out to Cerebral. I heard this in her live, or I think she put it on one of her community posts. But um, it's the, I have it on auto. I might lose my spot a little bit here. 
but um they're like little mini blood builders and i love them i've tried liquid you know um it's mega food blood builder minis by yeah mega food blood builder minis they're two little tiny little pills and they have vitamin b12 in there and that really helped me with my energy and for the most part for the most part i've been on the kind of like anemic side so after a consistent use of that and taking the liquid iron i'm i think i'm back up to where i need to be um you also want to take zinc uh, for those of you who do remember, I like to take the emergency with the vitamin, with, with the zinc. I think it has zinc and I forget what else is in there. But that's a great way for you to get your vitamin C and your zinc. Um, a little bit on the, you know, synthetic side kind of or not the straight from a food source. But that's a really great way for you to get your zinc in if you're going to be doing the keto for a short period of time. I would probably, if I were you... And not fine, you know, not financial advice, not dietary advice. I'm not a doctor, but I, if I bought a thirty day pack or thirty pack, you know, the one that comes with thirty, I would just start taking it like the week that I'm doing the keto, and then just finish it out on through into the rest of the the month until it finishes out, just to make sure, you know, that I'm not missing any gaps or anything. You also need vitamin A. Vitamin A comes in little tiny capsules, little gel capsules. I love it. Um, vitamin C, I haven't really been taking as much as that. Um, I do like to put Camu Camu powder into my smoothie every once in a while. And also, um, I saw a report by Dr. Mendel, Dr. Mendel on YouTube. And he was saying that the salmon has 600 times more vitamin C than, um, yeah, like it's 600 times more, or how would you say this? Is is it, I think there's a, an ingredient there that's 600 times more powerful than vitamin C or something like that. Um... Vitamin D, I also take the little capsules. I just restocked after about six months. I get those from uh, from Costco. And then also vitamin E. I do have the capsules for that. They're like gel. But the thing is, they're kind of big right now. And I, I have been staying away from big pills. So um, it is right there in my little box of medicines that I have to take. But... Push come to shove, I'll probably order smaller doses of vitamin E. And I'm okay with taking one or two or three or four versus like a big one. It's just the space I'm in right now. It says, it is also critical to replenish the minerals your body excretes as it adapts to keto. And we've talked about this a little bit. I've kind of mentioned before that when you exercise, period, right? Um... Your body does release essential amino acids, and that's why it's important to replenish your electrolytes and get that. Um, I was recommending the Sticks STIX by MyoScience, and um, <clears throat> it says here it says this includes sodium, magnesium, potassium, and iodine. Oh, I just saw the iodine part. So yeah, I take iodine every day just because they. Um, one of the ladies I was talking to. 
She says she takes iodine before she goes swimming because it helps your body not absorb. It helps to protect your thyroid from absorbing the chlorine um, into your system and it affecting your, your thyroid. So I do take my iodine every day. And then the sticks gives me my, my magnesium and potassium. But that being said, because even like today, I didn't take it. It's just I'm, I'm a finicky kind of eater, obviously. So I think I'm just going to have to push through it. Um, and it has zero calories, so maybe if I still haven't fallen asleep in the next hour or so, um, I'll just go put some in some water and I'll probably do it after I, I'm going to go drink it. Cause I, I listen and I ain't nobody trying to go bald over some keto. Hell no. Um, <clears throat> so I hope that was helpful for you. The keto, um, no, the sticks by myoscience, it has sodium, uh, no, no, no. It has magnesium and potassium in there. Um, the iodine that I take, let me see if I can find it because I get all this stuff through Amazon. The um, iodine that I take is by Swanson. It's the triple iodine complex natural supplement for vital thyroid support. It has 60 capsules with 12.5 milligrams and it helps to increase red blood production and for healthy heart. Um, does it say how much it cost? No, not right off the rip. And then let's close out with this because I'm going to talk, since we are talking about here, um, two things. I'm going to end with two things. And actually, I'm getting a little bit sleepy, so I'm going to try to hop off of here real quick, go drink that and go to bed. So, um, I've been talking to you about using a, um, Ah, oh, what is it called? It's called it's a, it's a massager. Let me type it in here. Percussion massager. Uh, I've been talking to you about getting a percussion massager. I do need to do a separate podcast on it. Um, I love it. It's helped me with my. I guess I never knew I had plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis. Ah, I'm not even gonna try to say it. Um, and on the bottom of my feet. Um, I got it for the sides of my legs and for my abs and just to help with the massage. Massage helps you, um, eliminate toxins and reduce inflammation. Um, but coincidentally, just for, I don't know, it just felt good to put it on my head. So I would have like my bonnet on and you can probably hear it right now too. Like if I just put it on. And just put it, first I started off with the one speed, but now I put it all the way up to, is it like seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, and I just massage along my head over the bonnet. And it stays on for about seven minutes. Um, and I love it. I got it on sale. It was like a $224 um, percussion gun. And I got it for like, if I say... 74 might have been 84 I don't know I'm really happy with it um and so just randomly just felt it felt good and you know I made sure that it wasn't like pounding against my head or anything it's it's very gentle especially if you put it over you know like something satiny or not straight directly on your scalp and definitely not directly on your hair because it will break your hair I think it can kind of, kind of contribute to that um, tug and pull that can break your hair. So 
um, I, I somehow started researching about massaging the scalp. And so, um, I had seen people use them like they, they have the round ones with the like long, they're not teeth to comb the hair, but they're like, they do look like teeth. Um, and they're spaced out and they kind of like vibrate your, your head. Um, and so some of the, I guess, hair greats have used those and they swear by scalp massage for hair growth. Here's a fun fact. So it said that when you start to massage your scalp, it, it starts to like help your scalp to generate hair growth 25 weeks out. Okay, 25 weeks out. So this is definitely one of those things where do not be discouraged. And if you're anything like me, if I'm not seeing results in 24 to 48 hours, it's just not for me. <laughs> and I'm getting a little bit better at that, right? Um, Which is interesting because usually if I try something new, I can see the results within a 72-hour time frame, which so that's when I'll stick to it. But I think that... um with the with the scalp massage thing so if you do it like three times a week and you're consistent in about six months is where you'll start to probably see like your hair blossom and and start to grow so i don't know maybe some of you might just get a regular scalp massager um they have the one that has for the shampoo too but i mean do your own thing i like it too because you guys even if you use it for, for a couple minutes in the morning um, it does help like with your lymphatic and help with depuffing like your face and that type of thing. Um, and it's so interesting too, I might have mentioned this on another podcast too, but when you keep in mind of your blood flow through your body, your body's all the way up at the top, you know, I mean, your, your hair, your head is all the way at the top of your body. And so when you think about how difficult it can be to get the blood flow all the way up to your head, you know, um, you kind of want to help to stimulate the blood flow up to the top of your head. And there's lots of great massage um, tips. I like the one um, that have been put out by like, there's an Indian strategy and they, they tell you like if you do eight for it, eight foreheads, <laughs> eight fingers up from like above your eyebrows. So eight fingers. So you do your first four fingers above your eyebrows and then four fingers above that. And that's going to be your crown. That's where you want to um, stimulate. And then if you go another four back, that's like another part that you need to stimulate. And they also have these really cool di like diagrams and pictures on um, like on Google where it shows like where along the sides of your head you can massage and also kind of like the back of your head um i would say be careful like definitely absolutely do not put it on your on anywhere on your bone and even if i would be very very careful around the along the side of your neck because it can kind of throw your neck out a little bit and um and you're gonna have to end up going to the chiropractor but um the the back of your like right where above the nape of the back of your neck is another spot that you can massage you don't necessarily need to use the percussion massager so with that being said um i've been doing that i sometimes i'll do it three times a day seven minutes at a time you know to each their own 
Um, sometimes I will do it two times a day, a day like today. I just did it once. Um, and then last but not least, I found this oil, you guys. I found this oil on Amazon, but I think she has an Instagram. Well, I know she has an Instagram because I, I went to her Instagram after I, I loved the package that she sent me. Oh my gosh. Now here's the interesting thing too. For those of you who are kind of looking for a meal replacement, this possibly could be it. I like it. Um, it is 16 ounces, y'all. I didn't realize it was so big, you know, compared to meals. Cause actually I have meals back here. Let me see. How many ounces is it? Where did I put it? I don't I I think hers is on the definitely on the smaller side. So <clears throat> when I got the package, I was like, what? This is from the, the hair thing? And then it was like really heavy and big. So I opened it up. I loved the packaging, the presentation she put together for it. And then that's how I found out she had um Instagram. I think she has Facebook. And you can I if I were if I had to do it all over again, I probably would order directly from her Instagram. Because it did take a little bit of time for her to get it to me via um Amazon. So here's here's the reason I I came across this is because I've been looking to use like Chebe, Shebe, C H E B E. Shebe oil. And so I did my research and I wasn't really too impressed or didn't really care for um the other Shebe oils that I saw out there. And at that point I felt like I could kind of make them my on my own. And and or I just wasn't really impressed with some of the ingredients that they had in there. So but with this one, um she has fenu it's called fenugreek thickening shebe hair food. Um, fenugreek is really freaking good for your hair. I have the fenugreek oil. Um, and so this one says stimulate hair growth oil, strengthen hair, roots regrow, edges, scalp treatment, whatever. So it's supposed to have a light lavender scent. I don't really smell the lavender. Thankfully, um, it doesn't really smell. It doesn't have a strong smell at all, which was one of my concerns with the Shea Bay because I thought I was going to be smelling like earthy is a, is a, is a nice way of putting it. Um, so it, yeah, it, you don't have to worry about the, the, a strong scent with this one. Um, and when it does say smooth, lightweight, oil, non-greasy, it is exactly that because one of the things I was worried about and even like when I make my own concoctions in the past is that it kind of felt a little bit heavy. Um, and so when I when I used it on my like um, I love the applicator on this one because there was another um, hair oil that I had ordered and the little applicator had like rough edges and it kept like getting caught in my hair and just mm. um yeah and here it says we don't know if this item will be back in stock so i would recommend that you go to queen sanity store on instagram queen sanity store on instagram and look for her fenugreek thickening shebe hair food she has a bunch of other stuff but this is the only one i can um account for so a lot of you know that I have the crochet braids in and when I tell you it is like 
it feels really good. I just get it into the where the cornrows are on my scalp. Another concern that I had was that um, some people said don't put the Shea Bake directly on your scalp because it will make you itch. So I haven't had any, you know, outside of like, you know, you know, your regular like you might just scratch a little here or there, but nothing outside of the normal. Um, let me see what else she has on here. Um, so she has the fenugreek, um, and there's what lots of ways you can use it. So you can use it to, as a leave-in, you can use it with your, as an add-in for your shampoo. You can use it as a hot oil treatment. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, so I'm happy with that. Here are the rest of the ingredients. It says fenugreek seed. African traditional Shadian Shea Bay powder. So that's like the, from the Shea Bay powder or oil. It has ashwagandha, you guys. Ashwagandha is freaking amazing, good for your hair. I um, used to put the tea in my hair, but I just got lazy with it. Um, Brahmi, which is another great Ayurvedic oil for your hair. Uh, ginseng root, saw palmetto, which coincidentally, every once in a while, I will take saw palmetto and nettle internally. Both saw palmetto and nettle are good for internal to grow your hair and your nails like really thick and strong. So, find that interesting. I've heard good things about moringa, um, henna. It has bring. Bringraj oil, which is another Ayurvedic that is really good for your hair. Um, has aloe vera, lavender, which is also lavender is like one of the top competitors for right next to um rosemary oil. And rosemary is just like favorite one of it's like bay for me. Um but lavender is really good in in terms of promoting hair growth it has curry leaves coriander turmeric cumin sea salt cayenne ginger cinnamon cloves cloves is another one y'all like don't sleep on clove oil i promise you it is really strong it's important that you dilute it but it smells really good too it smells really good like if you mix it in with your body lotions and stuff or like your body oil oh it smells so sweet it's like it's it's such a sweet oh i love it it also has nutmeg and then it says multivitamins and it has olive oil grapeseed oil and coconut oil now this is interesting because the coconut oil i'm very careful with um because it's a little bit of protein but you know i'm guessing given how much there is in there I don't know how much coconut oil, but grapeseed oil and olive oil are really good for your hair. It, they are carrier oils, and they do really well, with at least with my 4C hair. So I hope that helped you guys a little bit. If we're going to do this, let's do it the right way and make sure it's holistic. And um, I think the thing about keto, you know, um, it's important to also, if, in case I didn't fully re- if in case I didn't really get this point across, I want to reiterate one of the things I said on the last podcast was, you know, I am doing the six days of six um, 
six eggs to break a plateau and just kind of shred down a little bit. But there's no way I would be doing this in the long term, you know. Um, but but it definitely opens me up to the idea of like, okay, you know what, I can eat an egg a day. Um, and it does kind of keep you full for a little period of time, you know, um, and it also opened me up to now looking for other keto recipes. And I still kind of feel like, you know, you can do like for me, it's going to be important to do keto according to my blood type. I think that there are some people who would be interested in the benefits of keto without, you know, doing it and being vegetarian to which I would say if that's something that interests you I would plug in I would put everything into PayPal PayPal into fitness pal I would plug in the recommended foods like the six eggs the oatmeal the um cheese and the apple I would plug that into my fitness pal and then get the breakdown of the macronutrients and then just figure out how to get the protein sources from, you know, that that breakdown, you know. So then that means you could still eat the apple. Um, some of you, based on your blood type, could still eat the oatmeal. And so then now you'd have to figure out. The other interesting thing, too, um, was it yesterday I was talking about how this is interesting because if you do keto and or intermittent fast, you are prone to getting cold. And I some people say it goes away after a little bit. But um, I was looking at some videos yesterday and it said that some people are they've been doing keto for years and they still stay cold. And it I think it will be an added benefit in the summer, you know, just running a little bit cooler, cooler body temperature. But um, one of the things I also wanted to clarify is I said that I was taking the nutritional yeast because when I heard them say take vitamin Bs, I knew that nutritional yeast has vitamin B. But when I looked it up, it's it's B12, if I'm not mistaken, and you want to take B1. But coincidentally, B1 is found in eggs. So it's one of those things where I think that there's... Um, there's a reason that some of the foods are recommended for this diet and why it kind of helps you and why people are have success with it. Um, you know, and so just if, if you're going to go kind of vegetarian, try to get B1 into your diet for sure, for sure, um, because you're already going to be getting kind of like waxing cold <laughs> versus waxing hot. That's a biblical term, y'all. <laughs> um uh, when you're doing that. And, and I do feel cold, you know, like right now, I don't know if you can hear, I have a space heater going and I am bundled up. I have my sweater on, but you know what? I'm going to close out with this. Like, it's so funny. There's a, I don't know how to explain it, but I've been wearing like my sweater with the hoodie over my head and over my, my crochet here. Cause it's kind of high up and it feels like a nice little hug. Like I don't know. I feel so like cute and bundled up and like cozy. I don't know. It's, it's like a little funny feeling. I don't know. Maybe I look like, you know, those little babies when they used to put the little thing over their head, like a little bonnet with a little tie under their chin. Like, I don't know. Maybe it takes me back to that, but it just feels like so comfy. Um, but for the most part, yeah, I have noticed that I'm I'm running a little bit colder 
after like literally right into the second day mind you i've had cold days our weather here has gone as low as like what 4656 and i i could still navigate through but kid you not definitely definitely day two i started feeling cold and i was like why am i feeling cold you know um so is there anything else i wanted to add i clarified about making sure you get the b1 um making sure to look out that you don't suffer from hair loss i think that um even if you do like this or the quote-unquote turkey diet for a couple days or the um cabbage soup diet in my opinion i would still take my vitamins and my supplements um but that's just me you know it's not like it's gonna throw your your um your macronutrients off the Richter scale or anything like that so and and like I said this is this is I promise you especially my personality um Friday will be will have been the sixth day and I only plan to doing plan on doing this for six days so um after that I'm just gonna um incorporate the turkey soup diet soup but I'm not going to do like six days of a diet. I'm just going to make it in the crock pot. And um, I really want to do the meatballs. Y'all, they have the actually the Italian Italian wedding meatball recipe. What is it? Chef's kiss. Oh my gosh. It looks so freaking delicious. And there's like different recipes to make turkey meatballs like in the oven or in the air fryer. I'm going to do all of them. All of them, okay, and so um, who knows? I might do just enough. Like a, they have the really small crock pots, so I might that one might last me like one or two days because I don't want to make too much and then I get tired of it. So I will probably just have like soup one time and then the next day I'm, I'm definitely gonna want to try the meatballs in the oven. The other day I'm gonna try to in the in the air fryer i'll probably still have one egg um i also look forward to doing like the um like cabbage wraps with the with the with the uh ground turkey another cool thing too i was listening to shara um i i i've been following her for years so i'll just tap in you know, to whatever kind of gravitate. So like I've literally gone for like, if I say six months without clicking on any of the videos, but she was talking about upgrading her, um, her fitness regimen or whatever. And she brought up a really good point. And she was talking about, um, zero calorie foods, y'all. So that also made sense too because for example uh celery is a zero calorie food um another zero calorie food is like cucumbers um and so what that means is that you can eat as much as it as you want and your body will either just flush it out and or it will force your body to burn two times what you took in so then that's why it explains why you could do the cabbage soup diet and lose a lot of weight 
and eat you, the thing about the cabbage soup diet is you can eat as much cabbage soup as you want there's lots of um videos on it i've done it a couple times i think that what i'm learning with this egg diet thing is that um it's really cool to be, I think, a mature adult because it's one thing to do things when you're young and you're not self-aware of your body and you're not, you know, you're just kind of going through the motions. But now that I'm kind of tuning into myself and my personality and stuff, it's like something about that third day, you know, and stuff. And so I think that cabbage soup is good to have like maybe two to three times a day. And so then now we're switching up all these different things and you're not getting bored. I could have turkey soup one day, cabbage soup the next day. Actually, one of the ladies I was talking to at one of the fitness places I go to, she's on the slim side. She's a piano teacher and she she likes to snack and eat little things throughout the day. But she says, I always end my day with soup. You know, so as long as you're paying attention to the sodium side of things too. I know some people like bone broth. Bone broth is kind of like AKA collagen which is great for your hair, skin, and nails. Another cool thing too, you guys, before I kind of read off these zero-calorie foods, and then I'm also going to close out. I was reading a little bit about the benefits of the olive oil, of taking it internally, and it does help like your body um, fight UV radiation, which is good for me because um, UV rays, UV rays, because I am in the sun a lot. I'm actually the darkest I've ever been in my life. Um, except for my, my, I have tan lines. but um, And so it's very important that I'm getting my skin as much fortification as possible to fight off the UV rays. So I apply oils topically. But I love that taking um, olive oil. It also, it just adds that little like extra kick to my skin because I already told you I was using my five favorites favorite oils which is like the avocado oil argon oil um macadamia oil vitamin e oil and jojoba oil so I mix all of those and I love it because it does not leave your skin greasy at all by the time you put it on damp skin and you start putting your clothes on, it already has absorbed into your skin and it leaves it looking so freaking good. If you want to add a little bit of orange oil, I get the orange oil by SVA on um, <clears throat> Amazon and I also put a little bit on my moisturizer. Let me tell you, when they tell you that vitamin C adds a glow to your skin, when I tell you, oh, mm, I have been getting so many compliments on my skin. Kid you not. I, and and it just kept getting better and better. But I want to say with what I noticed, and again, it takes me usually 72 hours, but I'm paying attention to my body, you know, to see the subtle changes. And day three, I could tell that my skin was just that much more juicier because it's kind of like it was already moisturized and then me just now I didn't have to use as much of the body oil um on my skin if that kind of makes sense because it was already kind of like on the supple side three days y'all three days two tablespoons of um olive oil 
All right, let's get into these um, zero-calorie foods. So, yeah, I already covered the olive oil thing. I'm just going to read some all. So, apples. Yo. Okay, so this makes sense even with the keto diet, why they would have you. Because apples is a zero-calorie food. Okay, okay, okay. That is so freaking cool. Okay. Um, arugula. I think that's in the salad that I take. I actually like arugula. Sometimes they they serve it with burgers too. Asparagus. So here's my thing with asparagus, you guys. And and it's funny because I'm not even having sex anymore. I probably never will for the rest of my life. But y'all, I went through a phase where it's like I'm that girl that will drink pineapple juice, cranberry juice, um, papaya. All of those things make your natural body juices like smell really sweet, taste really sweet. Yes, I said what I said, okay? And the thing about asparagus, like do not eat it if you're going on a date. Do not eat it if you're planning to get ate out. Do not have your man eat it. I'm just saying. I might have to put a little PG warning on this one. 36 minutes in, well, how you doing? But... um. If you have ever smelled your pee after eating asparagus, I'm not doing it. I don't give a fuck how healthy that stuff is. Mm -mm. And it's funny because um, I think somebody else had mentioned it earlier today. And I was just like, yeah, no. Like I said, I'm not planning to be, you know, in the vicinity of any XYs and and or whatever. But I still don't care. I just I can't. Mm -mm. But do you, boo? So beets is another um zero-calorie one. Broccoli. Y'all, I love broccoli, but it makes me kind of gassy. But I love broccoli. Oh, your girl loves. Now, I already saw the next one. Brussels sprouts. Your girl loves Brussels sprouts. Your girl loves Brussels sprouts. What? Listen, so then if I put the Brussels sprouts with like the turkey, spread a little bit of olive oil over it with some seasoning, put it in the oven while I'm working out, come back. <laughs> cabbage. I have a love-hate relationship with cabbage. I don't like it for salad, but I like it for cabbage soup, especially when it has all the other stuff in there, like the celery and the carrots and potato. Although I'm not sure if you're supposed to put, ta put, uh, put potato in it. I'll have to double check that, but... I like cabbage soup. I also like the idea of putting it for like um um like for the the like a taco. Like you put the meat in there. And instead of using the the flour taco or the crispy taco, you just use the cabbage leaf. So there's that. Carrots, I love carrots. I had thing with carrots, I like them steamed. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say I like them raw unless, and you guys, this can be sound gross to you, but there's this thing my mom makes where she puts like the raisins with the carrots and it's maybe because we grew up around white people now that I think about it. Cause this is not original food. My mom, <laughs> I don't know where she got their recipe. I'm going to ask her about this tomorrow. Let me, I love that so much that. For my 13th birthday, I got baptized for my 13th birthday. And my mom was inviting all these people over. So mind you, by the time I was graduating undergrad, I saw her with the list. And I'm like, Mom, I'm not going to graduation if you invite all these people. But anyways, back to my 13th birthday. She invited everybody and their mom. 
And I told her, I was like, mom, if you're going to invite all these people, the only thing I want you to make for me is the raisin and um, carrot thing or whatever. I had to ask her what else she put in there. But when I tell you, oh, it is so good. I've had it. I've had people. Um, they've put pineapple in there too. Listen, I know if y'all are probably laughing at me, and this is some white people ish. <laughs> this is what happens when you grow up in crunchy granola state, California. I swear, but yeah. And I'm pretty sure there's a good combo between um the carrot and the raisins kind of like building up your iron i'm pretty sure there has to be a good so leave me alone right just leave me alone yeah but that's great to put in the cabbage soup okay so cauliflower i have a love-hate relationship with cauliflower i like when my mom makes it but it it's basically kind of like uh broccoli i do like it steamed too celery's on here on the list again i like it in my soup I used to eat it with peanut butter, but y'all, I'm not supposed to eat peanut butter according to my blood type anyway, so, mm, you know, and you could eat the celery with peanut butter and apples, or I guess you'd eat the peanut butter with the apples and peanut butter with the celery, so yeah, if anything, I'll be putting that in my soup, but you're not going to catch me eating that with like ranch or anything, chard, y'all, I have a story about chard, but I'm already running out of time. But let's just say I was on the younger side and um I was putting chard in my in my green juice <laughs> and I was thinking it was another vegetable. Clementines, so that's a sort a certain type of orange. Mmm. So for those of you who don't want to start your breakfast off with, you know, for those and, and it's gonna be interesting too, but if if you're a different blood type, then I'm gonna to get the book so that you can kind of follow along and do your own thing and unfortunately maybe what I can do is I can um read it off for you guys you know like I'll probably read for the O blood types the A blood types and is there another blood type I know there's O A and B what do I want to say C I ain't no C <laughs> but 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 if some of you don't want to eat apples in the morning to break your fast, um, maybe you could do it with a clementine orange, okay? Um, cucumbers. So we've already talked about this. I can do cucumbers. I like to eat it with olive oil and um, and uh, apple cider vinegar. Like, let that sit a little bit. Fennel. I can't say that I've ever... Mm, okay. Fennel, grapefruit. I don't really like grapefruit. Iceberg lettuce, jicama, y'all, mm, I'm about to drool. I love me some jicama. Ooh. Mm, y'all, I probably should not be doing this at 8.54 when I've just told you guys I had four slices of monster cheese because I was hungry. Ooh. But you know what? I'm going to add some of this stuff to my grocery list because I'm re- kind of coming off of just um, DoorDash and stuff and don't get it twisted. If I want to, I'll go back to DoorDashing. But I do enjoy, since the days are getting longer and I have more time at home, I can, I, I like throwing stuff together. So, <clears throat> yes, y'all. The jicama, same thing. Jicama, 
I will pour um, olive oil on there. Same thing, apple cider vinegar, and just a little bit of um, amino acids. It's like a fluid that's brown, but I have to be careful with that because it's very high in sodium. But yeah, oh. And then you put it in your salad. Oh. It's kind of crunchy and it has like a bland taste to it, but it's kind of a little bit on the sweet side. Drooling. Oh my gosh. Kale. Oh my gosh. This, I love, oh. Your girl loves kale. I love it steamed. Okay. So, and it's really easy. Again, you just put it in there and, you know, like the pots that my mom has, you put it in, you know, put a little bit of water and then you put it in the steam portion and the, of the pot. And then when the little kettle thing starts like, like clinking, you just turn the stove off. Oh, it's good to go. I was going to, I was going to make that this week. Before I found out about the egg diet thing. With some turkey. Oh. Quit playing with me. <laughs> White mushrooms. Eh. I feel like that's hit or miss. I have had white mushrooms recently and they did taste okay but i think it had to do with how the person prepared it more so than anything else but i'm not really uh. onions love hate relationship with onions y'all i did a podcast a while back on onions if you're gonna do onions please promise me it's not that they're bad for you the thing about onions is that they pull toxins from every which way around them. So do not leave half of an onion cut in your refrigerator because it will pull all of the toxins and mold and everything out of the air from the refrigerator. Same thing goes for if you leave it out open or if you have it chopped up. I would say if you, if you really want to push it, cut, chop up all of the onions and put it in a, in a Tupperware where it's sealed you know, um, but definitely do not leave your onion to, you know, with just cut and open. Um, and I also kind of advised you to not really order onions when it's out. Like when you go to Chipotle and they have the chopped onions, it's pulling toxins from everything. And so it becomes kind of like a toxin magnet that being said and i did do a separate podcast on this so i won't spend too much more longer on it but if you are sick you can cut up the onions preferably red onions and leave it in your room and it will help you recover much quicker um because it, again it pulls out all the toxins out of the air so just bear that in mind if you're going to use it use it fresh and eat all of it don't leave it out and you know, if you're going out to eat at places, probably just stay away from stuff where they're cooking with the onions and it's out in the open. Like even on your pizza and on your on your um, burgers and stuff like that, you know, knowing that you know that. But peppers. Now this one, is it? Oh, including bell peppers. Y'all, I love bell peppers. I love all of them. Green, yellow, red. Oh. So good. Bell peppers with onions. Like if you're sauteing it up for the turkey with fresh cut onions. Oh. And so then now do you see how, how you can be eating more of these type of things? And if there's zero calories, then you can really like. Phew. Oh, papaya, y'all. I love papaya. 
Your girl loves papaya. I have lost weight just eating papaya. Oh, me and papaya. Me and papaya. Where is it? Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. Mrs. Jones. We got a thing going on. Love me, papaya. Mm. Um, I actually, so I do have the capsules. They are good for your digestion too. Um, you can make smoothies with those too. But I, I also do have the capsules and they also have the capsules with chlorophyll, which help make sure that your breath smells good, that your juices down there smell good too, helps eliminate any body odor. I I take it every once in a while, just depending, you know. Radishes, y'all. I love pickled radishes. Can we do pickled pickled radishes? I'm not sure if we can do pickled radishes. I I like radishes. Am I gonna binge eat them the way I would other no? But I can eat radishes. I like them pickled, but I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be eating them pickled. And this is funny, too, because here that says they come in a variety of colors. I didn't know that. I think I've seen the white ones and the red. And, oh, I guess. But I've never seen the green ones. And I've never seen the purple ones. I don't think I've ever seen the purple ones before. Uh, romaine lettuce. Eh, you can't put them on your burger. Rutabaga. I can't say I've ever had rutabaga. Hmm. Strawberries. Spinach, y'all. I love spinach. I that's what I eat. Like my, that's my favorite. Anything that has spinach in it, you know, for my salads, I prefer it to like the lettuce or cabbage. Like I don't. Mm. So yeah. Oh, but you know what? I guess that makes me feel better about eating like lettuce and cabbage because I felt like I wasn't getting as much nutrients. Now that being said, lettuce and cabbage they are zero calorie. But I feel like if you want to get like really, like really good nutrients, like here it says it's um, loaded with vitamins and minerals, high in vitamin K, pro vitamin A, folate, bioactive compounds like carotenoids, lutein, and zeaxanthin, which are important for eye health. Um, it says one cup serving of spinach has only seven calories. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I won't feel as guilty eating the other stuff, but um, I, I'd rather take spinach. I like the flavor of them, too, so I don't know. Sugar snap peas, y'all. Y'all know I love sugar snaps peas. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I did a podcast with ASMR of me eating crispy sugar snap peas. Oh, so good. Tomatoes. Now, this one is interesting, and this gives me the chance to, again, address. If you can compound, you know, your knowledge about your body and your blood type, then, like, for example, for me, I need to, I stay away from tomatoes. So that means no pizza, no tomato on my burger, um, staying away from lasagnas with red sauces, and that type of thing. So no tomatoes for me. Whoops. Did I like almost knocked my hand on my hand? Um, turnips, watercress. I don't know what watercress is. 
Oh, we usually use in teas and tea sandwiches. I still don't know what that is. Watermelon is another good one, you guys. I like watermelon, but I think I get frustrated. Like, if they're not sweet, it's just like, now I'm frustrated. So, watermelon's another good... Oh, do you know what? There was a brand, though. There's a brand... I forget the name of the brand. They sell the watermelon juice. Oh, it's really good. It comes in a really small, like, what? 15 ounces so you know instead of having and then i like how that tastes as opposed to having to guess which ones are sweet or not um zucchini eh. so those are 33 zero calorie foods you guys let me hurry up and go to bed before <laughs> i go raid my kitchen so what would be interesting to just confirm is if these are um Hmm. And they're all rich in so many things like potassium, vitamin K, folate, calcium, phenol phenolic compounds, flavonoids. Um vitamin C, beta carotene, carotene, carotene. Mm. Oh yeah, this here says talks about using rice, uh, cauliflower rice or cauliflower pizza crust. I've done that when I order from Blaze Pizza, but um, I actually like the cauliflower pizza crust better than the keto crust that I got a couple days ago. And so then if you order, like, for example, from Blaze Pizza or any other pizza, you order a pizza and you put all of these vegetables or or if you make it at home, too. Right. Just make it at home. And then now you can just put all of these things on there. And they're basically counting for very little to zero calories. <gasps> oh, excuse me. I hadn't talked myself up into hiccups, y'all. Well, I hope this was helpful. I'm going to try to remember all of the subtitles that go with this. I know we started talking off, started off talking about hair, hair loss. Ain't nobody got time for that. And then um, I talked a little bit about how if we're going to do it, let's go all the way. You know, massage your scalp. And um, I recommended an, an oil that so far I love it. I've been using it for about a week. I'm happy with the quality. I'm happy with like the little nozzle and how well it comes out as well. It's really easy to get into my crochet braids and, and moisturize my scalp. So I'll put that in and then um, put the percussion gun on. Go get your percussion gun, y'all. Um, there's not there's so many benefits, not just for your scalp, but for your body i'll do a separate podcast on that so we can elaborate i also talked about um revisiting the b1 needing b1 for if you're freezing i talked about the zero calorie foods and yeah that's it and that's all y'all um tomorrow is my day three my official day three of the six eggs quote-unquote diet and again i'm not recommending this as an unhealthy i think that the lifestyle is important right so let's 
commit to eating healthy for the, you know, the rest of our lives, you know, and finding things that we love and finding things that are, you know, being creative with things that we make so that we don't get bored. And, um, yeah. Is there anything else I want to add? I actually don't feel like I, this is crazy because I might be one of those people who really thrives on the, the keto because I've been telling you guys, I, I feel sore for, if I tell you months. So I know I like to work out. I like to go hard. Um, but I stay sore and I do take my potassium and magne magnesium. I do a lot of things to make sure that my body recovers the best I know how, but the last literally three days that I've been doing the more of the eggs and the salmon, I haven't been feeling as sore and my body is recuperating way better. Even with me taking the collagen, which is like protein based and it's supposed to help me like, yeah, I don't know. And I, I get it. Some people can't do um, like the meat part, but I, I think my body likes it and we will see. Um, I will check in because y'all... if. Your girl is struggling. I, I, I'll let you guys legit know how day three goes. And then unless I have any other discoveries, then I will come back on day six. So check in tomorrow. Um, I'll be like, this is your girl. I had root beer. No, I have ginger beer in the fridge by Brutenberg or something. It is so freaking good. But I'll have that probably on Saturday. And I only keep a few in stock, so the last time I had that was like, if I say like maybe four or five or six months ago. So, yeah. Alright, it says maximum recording time for a segment is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Alright, I'm not going to hold you all. I'm going to try to upload this tonight. Let's see. I did not take the sleeping supplement tonight because I didn't want to wake up groggy tomorrow morning. But I think I'll probably take it tomorrow. And I'll take it early. Um, and I will probably take two. So hopefully I will fall asleep faster. Um, longer if I do it earlier in the day. And then that will be... So today's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday... Um, if I need to, I can sleep in a little bit, but all right, y'all stay beautiful until the next one.